police in the morning. Marooned on a world beyond your imagination, a mining operation lands their ship on a barren and hostile planet to begin operations. They set out for an underground base but find it partially destroyed by large worm-like beasts hidden within the sand. Yet there's something else on the planet with them, more dangerous than the creatures, a force beyond their darkest nightmares. As the ragtag crew begin work, this dark entity will test their courage, loyalty, and souls. Terror waits to be discovered beneath and above the sands in this action-packed sci-fi spectacle. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are back after uh, a little hiatus. And uh, we'll be doing you know the show a little differently. Um, we're not having our monthly themes anymore, so we're just going to do some stuff that we've wanted to watch, or some stuff that, you know, comes into our possession. Yeah, we're switching from a weekly show to a bi-weekly show, so, you know, not quite as much, but I feel the quality's going to be better. Okay. Does bi-weekly mean twice a week or every two weeks? Uh, I, I think every two weeks, something I, like that. I, I always get those, like, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, like, terms, like, confused. It's when you, like, weekends and regular days, like, equally, I think. Okay. So, so every two weeks we'll have, we'll have a show, and we're starting with the newest Mark Polonia film that we got our hands on, which is Dune World, um, from this year to both, well, says 2020 on the back, but, uh, you know, was just, just arrived in the mail a couple weeks ago for me. So you heard the back of the Blu-ray box, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. It's a brand new movie, so spoiler alerts, friends. Let's start with the top, Paul. Take it away. Alright, so, number three, there were, there's a fair amount of dialogue that I really enjoyed. I thought overall it was pretty well written, and I definitely got a few laughs out of some of the more clever jokes. Number two, I absolutely love the low-budget feel of this movie. There's so much charm to it, and I just love seeing, like, the attempt at sci-fi and everything, like, going into space. It's like a new territory for, like, Polony Brothers films that I think they, I think they did really well with. And number one, so there's a very ambiguous ending where you're not really sure what happened, and it wasn't super unique. I've seen that in other sci-fi stuff with, like, you know, the holodeck and Star Trek. I'm not going to get too much into it, but um, I thought it was unique. I kind of liked it, and I liked the fact that I liked the way they did it, and, you know, it left you with something to think about. For me, number three, I enjoyed the mix of sci-fi and horror that was done here. I mean, when I first read the back of the box, I was like, ugh, they're mixing sci-fi and horror. Ugh, it's gonna fucking suck. But, you know, they actually did a decent job of meshing the genres without overdoing it on, you know, one spectrum or the other. Or outdoing one or the other. Number two. I enjoy the setting of the film. You know, the way they portrayed the desert planet, the mining facility, you know, using their resources for an ultra-low-budget film. You know, it just was a fun atmosphere. And then, number one. So this is a rarity from so many Polonia Brothers films that we've seen and that I've had. You know, the box art never matches the movie. However, for once in my fucking life, aside from Peter Rottentail, the creature on the box... The worm actually looks like the worm they used in the movie. It's just a fucking silly-looking, you know, practical effect worm. But, like, it matches, and I I love, you know, practical effects. I love how the worm looks. And 
you know, it just brings this vibe of, like, 1950s monster movies to this, you know, so... Looks that, like an alien turkey mixed with a worm. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's fantastical. So, on to the, uh, the bottom three here. Alright, so number three, so there's this robot throughout the movie, and it's just a guy with a mask, which is, a, which is great, but the whole time watching it, the mask is just, like, slightly dented, and that just annoyed me so much. I found it very distracting. He's, he's just a battle-damaged android, Paul. Totally. That's why it's dented as if it's plastic. <laughs> That's why it's dented and flops around when he talks. Like, I just kept noticing that every time the robot was on screen, I'm like, it's just a dent in the freaking I'm sorry not everyone could have the robot from Rocky Four in their movie. <laughs> Happy birthday, Paul. No, but all they had to do was, like, take the dent out. It, it's such a minor thing. It's such a petty complaint. But I had to have something, and that was just so distracting to me. <laughs> Number two. So there were scenes where there's, like, a really critical moment where there's a killer worm turkey, like, eating a guy. And no one seems all that concerned. They're like, oh, no, he's being eaten. Let's mosey our way out of here. And, like, <laughs> like, the whole time I'm thinking, if... If there was a killer robot, like, worm turkey thing trying to eat me, I'd be fucking running out of there. <laughs> Maybe the planet's gravity was, was really high, you Let's know? go with that. Then you need to explain the gravity, and they said it was, like, it was pretty hospitable, and I don't know, if you, like, increase the gravity even a little bit, like, you'd kind of be crushed for the most part. It'd fuck up your lungs and everything. So there's a lot of sci-fi elements that don't fit. They're completely petty to point out, but I have to, like, I have to point out the fact that they're getting eaten by this alien worm turkey, and they're just like, well, let's briskly walk away. And number one, so this is not really a complaint in the movie, but it's something I was thinking about. So one of the, so you mentioned that, like, there really aren't a lot of sci-fi horror, um, Polony Brothers movies, but there is one, slash two, slash a third one coming out, called Feeders. They got these little alien guys. We've reviewed, I think, both, but one and two on, um, on the show, show in the past. And so, the whole time watching this movie, I'm thinking, man, wouldn't it be great if they're actually going to the planet with the Feeders aliens? <laughs> and it didn't happen, and I was a little disappointed. But it would have been amazing. So, number one, the movie that could have been. So, for me, number three. So, there are these two characters, the Oracle and this, you know, dead wife that keep, like, popping up randomly in the movie and taking over the screen and, like, saying things that don't make sense. And it just, like, really annoyed me. Even, like, when when it explained what they were saying or why they were saying it, it was still fucking annoying. Number two. I didn't like any of the characters. They were all very unlikable, mostly because they had, like, no personality. And like Paul said, they'd be getting eaten by monsters, and they'd be like, oh no, let's walk away. No, like, husband's eating <laughs> Everyone's a polygamist, or doesn't... I don't know if it counts as polygamy. There, there are, like, two wives and two husbands, which is a really great joke, like, but... But, they, they, really... but she seemed to, like, not care about the one husband. She cared about the wife that was already dead and the yeah. other husband, but not, like, the first husband that was eaten. Like you can replace a husband. I don't. I just don't tell my wife. Don't understand. And number one, although Paul liked it, it was the it was a twist ending, and I just 
I thought it was shitty. I don't like twist endings. I don't like when they try and go from, like, this is what we've been watching to, hey, look, ambiguity. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not my cup of tea, not my flavor of the month. So, you know what? Ending number one on my bottom. Personal preference. So, I do have to give an honorable mention. Uh, this was the, you know, since this is the first movie we've reviewed in a, in a couple months now, you know, my... My baby is now, you know, two two months old. We thought it was, you know, appropriate to, you know, introduce him to a Polonia Brothers movie. Never start too early. And he's all, like, interested in the shitty CGI effects and stuff going on on the screen. And he's like, ah, like, laying on his side watching the screen. And this, like, ghost thing walks across the screen. And his little body, like, jumps to the side. <laughs> his eyes got all wide. Baby's first jump scare. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Polonia. That was pretty awesome. Honorable top three. Well, it's been a while, and Paul liked the dialogue, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with, Is someone messing with us down there? You sound like my grandma's. When people with poor wisdom tread with titans, they'll meet with certain disasters. This is all really sweet, but I'm trying not to die here. Isn't the brain just a wet machine? Man, I've had a po- I've had pocket calculators more helpful than you. I have thrown the three coins six times. Seems like a crappy way to die at a space mission. It's not human. It's alien. It's not evolution at all. What did they do to your brain? That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. <laughs> How many shots do you need to get through this film? Second time's the chair. <laughs> I gave it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 3 out of 10. So, Doom World is a fun, low-budget sci-fi horror film which utilizes sets and props in the best way they could. It's campy, it's hokey. It has a modern retro vibe, almost like a modernized 1950s space exploration movie. They do take some artistic turns and enjoy using CGI at almost every moment. However, the monster is a practical effect. And you know what? Practical effects for the win. Dune World is a low-budget sci-fi horror film that contains pretty much every cliche from both genres that you can imagine. It takes place on an alien planet, there are robots which are clearly disguised in masks, Laser guns, which are clearly just painted squirt guns, and CGI from the 90s. There are robots, which are clearly just guys in masks, laser guns that are clearly just painted squirt guns, and CGI from the 90s. It has that low bu- it has low budget written all over it, and damn was it fun. The plot is interesting, if not a bit convoluted, and the acting was exactly what you'd hope for a, mo- hope for, for a movie like this. Everything wrong with this movie is exactly what makes it amazing and fun to watch. So, whether you liked it, hated it, or just want to have a little bit of fun, we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a CGI effect that hasn't been used yet is used, take a drink. Number two, every time someone's rank or job is mentioned, take a drink. Number three, whenever a raven or oracle appears on screen, take a drink. And number four, anytime they point guns at something, take a drink. Every time someone is wearing a mask, take a drink. Every time someone says husband, wife, or husbands, or wives, take a drink. 
Every time someone is killed by a giant sandworm, take a drink. And every time the robot asks if someone is asking a question, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else, Beam Reviewer Lady Lips Comedy or iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us beamreviewersgmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, just Beam Reviewers. Follow us on Twitter at Beam Reviewers or on personal Twitter at BeamReviewPaul. You can check out all of the kind of including reviews, interviews, and chats from our website beamreviewers.com, where we have new series each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links right below. Nailed it! After months of hiatus, I still fucking nailed it. Well, Next time we get together, we're going to be taking a look at the film Battlefield Baseball because I've been wanting to watch it for a long time and I found a copy of it at the flea market for $1. And the description sounds amazing. The description that I told Paul because the, the box is all in Japanese and I think they're English subtitles. Will we be able to understand the movie or will we just be you know have to fucking wing it? Find out next time. Until then, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there. Oh, see, little